0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Coming up this week, a new Muppet show is coming to the Magic Kingdom. New annual passholder rates at Walt Disney World Resorts have been released. And the Flying Fish is getting ready to reopen at Disney's Boardwalk. Plus, it is time to ask the question, has Disney World hit the ceiling of its success? I'll tell you my thoughts, and the team will share theirs. All that coming up next. From the Bob Varley studio in Orlando, Florida, this is The Diz Unplugged. This is The Diz Unplugged, episode 902 for the week of August 2nd, 2016. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel experts at helping you plan the perfect disney vacation visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com hello everyone and welcome to the show coming to you live from the bob varley studio in orlando florida i'm your host pete werner joined at the table this week by my good friends john majai hi everybody kevin close hello everyone kathy Worley.
1: hi everybody
0: julie martin hi Back in the production nook, our associate producer, Oliver Green. Hello. Along with our producer, Craig Williams. Hello. And, yeah, Craig, I think your mic is either yep. off or... It
2: didn't. was not on. Oh, Oliver I liked it get better me. off.
0: Um, um, and uh, Rhino Clavin is actually over at Universal mm-hmm. and will be Skyping in with us a little later on. But first, a couple things in housekeeping. First... Just want to talk about uh, what an, a wonderful event we had last weekend. Um, for those who were present, um, my mother has asked me to say this on the show today. Um, Stay away from her. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Back off. You drove her crazy. You put her in the hospital. Now, the last <sighs> night the last night of our event um, at our Epcot, uh, our Eliminations dessert party, uh, mom just kind of became a little overwhelmed with the heat and ended up having to go to the, the emergency room. Um, She was checked out and released uh, within a couple hours of getting there. It was just a small touch of heat exhaustion. She wanted me to let everybody know she is doing great, and she appreciates everybody's good wishes scared the heck out of me good news good news um but as soon as the paramedics had said that there were no signs presenting of a stroke because she's had many strokes before mm-hmm. um i just felt a lot better i knew it was the heat and that as, and it, even as they were getting her into the ambulance she was already better oh
1: that's
3: good i could see um, when they put her on the stretcher she adjusted herself and I said to Kevin, she's going to be fine. Yeah. She was able to sort of pull herself in,
0: which is... So she was really just looking for attention. She was all about. <laughs> it was, um, it was,
4: getting,
0: all, about, it was all about us for the weekend. She needed <laughs> really. a little bit. Um, and I also wanted to mention something um, that I for, I meant to mention this on the show that we did last week from Cirque du Soleil uh, about an experience I had at the boardwalk. it's uh, where I was staying. it's where mom was staying. Mom and my brother. I got two rooms... And I'm not going to go into all the sort of details. I'll just say that there was an issue with my reservation when I got there. They had decided to make a room change for me and not tell me. And I'm not talking about like a floor change. I had one of the uh, garden suites, one of those little cottages, and they decided to move me to a standard room. And said nothing. I got, oh, I found out when I checked in. Oh, gee. So, understandably, I mean, we had been working crazy that week to begin with, getting everything ready for the event. And this was on Thursday. And so I was a little tired. And um, I didn't flip out. I didn't melt down. But I made it clear that this was not okay. Uh, I booked a garden suite. And if it wasn't for the garden suite, I probably wouldn't have been staying at the boardwalk, as it's never been one of my favorite hotels and uh concierge was apologetic and long story short when i tell you and they had here's the thing at that point they didn't know what i did for a living as far as they were concerned i was just some other guy and i am just some other guy but you know what i'm saying Uh, they didn't know that i could get on a thing and talk to people about it and say bad things about them if i wanted to um so I got a chance to see their customer service in, in full swing. Oh, my God. They were amazing. They were, am- I mean, just, it was like old-time Disney. It was like old-time Disney oh, that's service. that's good. And they went too far. I was like, okay, stop. Stop now. Um, so not only did they make everything right, and I got my garden suite, and um, everything was okay, Um. They turned me around. I cannot wait to stay at the Boardwalk again. Just for that, just for that level of service and concierge, I can only speak to concierge. Um, I will tell you the level of service blew everyone else out of every other resort at Disney out of the water. I had, and I love the contemporary, and I think the contemporary up to this point, in my opinion, had the best concierge level in terms of staff. Beaten by the Boardwalk, as a matter of fact, I think every concierge lounge at Disney should send people to shadow at the boardwalk and see how wow. it's done it was incredible and so and I don't really I will not put that praise on a resort lightly um, but the service was just so spectacular and then the way they took care of mom just the way they treated mom um, and how good they were with her how, and I saw them doing it with all the guests it wasn't just us And then once they did find out what I did for a living, (laughs) you could see there was like almost a look of relief in their face that they had done it, you know, they, they did what they were supposed to do. So I can say with, I can, I I can say with a, with a, with a, full heart and a a passionate voice, boardwalk, concierge, thumbs up, best on property, best on property, cannot wait to go back, cannot wait to go back. I wanted to, because at first on Thursday, I thought, oh God, I'm going to have a rant. On Monday's show, because I was I was upset and they turned it around and oh, it was awesome. Good. So, yeah. innkeepers Keepers Club Boardwalk thumbs up. So I wanted to make sure I mentioned that. Um, I also for those who may not have watched the 10th anniversary show or seen this. Um, I don't know if we have a final number yet. We don't have a final number yet. M- actually, Kathy just handed me some checks, so we're still <laughs> adding up the final numbers. But we're—I think—we're north of seventy thousand dollars raised for right. Give Kids the World last weekend. Um, so it was, and it was an incredible, an incredible event. Everybody did a great job. Everybody pitched in. Everybody—the generosity of the folks who attended, and, and those of you who didn't attend and were bidding on items. Um, In our silent auction It was just incredible
3: It was Can I say something about that? No Teresa has I don't care I'm just going to talk anyway (laughs) Teresa has asked me to Let folks know If you won something In the silent auction To first of all Please pay for it Once you pay for it Then it will be flagged In her system And then You can either contact her T. Eccles At dreamsunlimitedtravel.com and she will uh, arrange for you to either have them shipped to you or pick them up at the Welcome Center. But she's getting ready to ship all the items now, so make sure you send her an email, t. Eccles at com. And it,
0: just in case anybody out there ever has occasion to host a. Uh, I'm getting. Why am I getting feedback?
5: You're all good, it's okay. I figured out what it was that okay. she had. <laughs> um,
0: Uh, In in case anybody out there has occasion to uh, sponsor a silent auction for an organization they work with and you want to do the online thing, I can wholeheartedly recommend HandBid. Uh, handbid HandBid.com. These guys were incredible. A little more expensive than their competition, but the level of service that you get and support that you get for your event is really spectacular Um, because we kind of did it at the last minute. That was a last-minute decision to go to that, and they helped us get up and running in time for in, in time for our event, so uh, hand bid if you need to do a silent auction, and with that software now, since we have a you know kind of an unlimited license for it, um, I think we're going to do something in the next few months where we maybe do something special here in the studio, and we just do an online silent auction
3: mm-hmm. to raise money. Cool beans!
0: We get some ideas for some cool things. Um, you can uh, sleep uh, sleep uh, in John and Kevin's bed. We think we're going to auction that off, <laughs> extra if you want John and Kevin in the bed with you. What about the dogs? What happens dogs to the dogs? Too. Oh, wow. dogs too. As long
6: as you walk the dogs, it's a deal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, now we're thinking about so we're coming up with some cool ideas for. Uh, it was funny after the success of that silent auction, everybody started getting ideas for like things we could do the next time. So definitely want to do that, and we have some other announcements coming, but we're not ready for it yet. So I'll I'll leave that alone. But um, just had a great. Great weekend. It was a great weekend. Took me all week to recover. Yeah. I was exhausted.
6: I think on Tuesday, I took four naps before noon.
0: (laughs) Well, Tuesday, we had had another thing that we did here in the studio. Um, So I think, you know, Tuesday, we were still kind of in that mode. Wednesday, the bottom fell out of all these guys and me. And so, like, as soon as we were done with the daily fix, I was just like, go home. (laughs) Just go home. Everybody go to bed, get some sleep. Um, So but well worth well worth sleep deprivation and some stress it was incredible It was an incredible uh, weekend uh, what else do we have for housekeeping?
3: Are you going to talk about the shows?
0: Yeah, we oh yeah, we should probably do that. Okay. Cuz it's, it's been a while since I've done this. Apparently um yeah, but before we get to the shows, we'll do that last. Is okay. there any I
6: still have room on the October backstage magic. If you're interested in traveling with us October 23rd through the 28th Halloween party tickets are included. Oh, and tell about our surprise we have, our surprise guest. Margaret Carey will be joining us, and her book is out. So everybody oh. on our trip is getting a copy of Margaret's book, Sorry, she talks about um,
0: her and career. Ma- Margaret Carey, of course, being the inspiration for Tinkerbell, the model for Tinkerbell.
6: She goes back as far as the Marx Brothers and the Three Stooges uh, comedies also. She's
0: She's old Hollywood. Old Hollywood, yeah. That's the best way I could She's old Hollywood. I was
6: trying.
1: I saw what you were thinking. <laughs> a lot of experience, a lot of
0: stories to tell, too. She's, and she's amazing. She's, and she's just. This woman's like, what, in her 90s? Yeah. And, and she's just full of energy.
6: And she's wonderful. And she, she's happily, she will happily pose her pictures with, with you. And she does something that I find absolutely adorable. Again, old Hollywood. Um, she won't look at the camera. You have to count her off. And when on three, she poses with you. So you'll stand there and she'll have her head down and somebody will say, one, two, three, and she'll go... I love it. It's my favorite thing. I she could pops. stand there and watch her do it all day. She's adorable.
0: She is. Anything else? Anything else in housekeeping?
6: all no? well, the people that I just... Who are on the trip, this is the first time they'll be hearing about it if they're listening. They don't know this is happening Oh, either. cool.
3: Cool.
0: All right, so let's talk about the shows we have coming up this week. Um, tell us what uh, every Monday is plug.com and on youtube youtube.com slash dreams unlimited travel the dreams unlimited travel podcast and what uh what's coming up
3: uh this month we're doing a whole series on groups we get a lot of questions from folks who want to go on groups they, they say listen i'm bringing my brother and i'm bringing my mother i want to book a group so we sort of demystify groups we talk about the minimums and the maximums you need for various destinations. We just did Walt Disney World, Universal, and Disneyland. And coming up next week, I believe, is Adventures by Disney and Disney Cruise Line. But I also want to remind folks that for the entire month of August, we ran the contest, giving away a trip to Alani. Or July. What oh, did I say August? I have no <laughs> idea what month it is. Uh, last month in July, the whole month, we ran a contest to give away a trip to Alani, Please go back and watch those. You can still enter. We are accepting entries until uh, August 15th. So you have to go back and you have to watch every show to get the questions, send them in. All of the directions are right there on the show. We list everything out and what you need to do. But it's a great prize, so
0: make sure you send in your entries. And if you win the prize, they have to pay to take John and Kevin with them.
3: Correct. Mm. In our bed.
0: Yes. (laughs) I know. In the bed. Um, also, of course, uh, every Thursday, one PM Eastern Time, the are Di- uh, the Universal. Excuse me. Oh, well, no, we have the Disneyland edition. I'm sorry, I'm all out of it today. Every Monday, the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged with host Tom Bell and his team. Do we know? I know Tom sent a synopsis.
2: Um, yeah, give me a second to pull that up. Sorry. <laughs> I was the Three only one ready. ready. Can we get some Jeopardy music? The only, only one, one ready.
3: Just I'm gonna do the match game theme.
2: I don't know what it is. Hey, match game's back. I know. I yeah. love it, and it's good.
3: We it's watch it all the time. It is. you okay. find it a little risque for ABC? It's a it little. It was always risque. Yeah, yeah. But this is ABC, and.
2: I think it, it's still perfect. It was risque, um, and
6: they were all drunk. Right. <laughs> which is the best part.
2: Yeah. Okay, on this week's Disneyland edition, Tony Spitel discusses the best Disneyland splurges. And also, during the news show, Michael will reveal the answers to the Celebrating Disneyland Trivia Contest, uh, in case anyone wanted to know what those actually were.
0: Awesome. Oh. Uh, of <laughs> course, every Thursday, 1 p.m. Eastern, DizUnplugged.com, the universal edition of the Dis Unplugged, with Craig Williams, Rhino Clavin, and Oliver Green. And... What's coming up this week?
2: Uh, This week we're going to be kind of scattered a little bit, all over. So, going to be talking about the reopening of the Incredible Hulk coaster, uh, as well as some of the uh, other recent additions and changes. And uh, hopefully, as we'll find Rhino and Diagon Alley. Hopefully, we'll tie in a little bit of the the new uh, the new Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. book that came out a little while ago that he already did a great review on over the weekend from,
0: yeah he put you know, that out really quick
2: i was I gonna say
7: did he read it in line
2: he, he read it in six hours from the time he got home till late i mean it i was, didn't even know he could it read. Must
7: be nice to be able to read for six hours that's all i can say Yeah, that's
2: whenever i saw it i was just like okay well i was at, i was at the parks i was working he was sitting there reading the book
0: but, oh rhino and of course, speaking of Rhino every Friday ish, he's a little, little loose with his uh, release schedule. Dizpop, where he talks about all pop culture things related to Disney, Universal, and, you know, I don't know, there was a gay Sulu story a couple weeks ago, so I guess he. Do we have any idea what he's talking about this week? Nope. <laughs> um, I know
2: he will be doing, I don't know what his video version is, uh, but audio, I believe what movie comes out this week. Something comes out this week that he wanted to go see. Oh, uh, suicide squad. Uh, oh yeah. So he will be doing a review for that. Probably be up on Friday morning.
0: Mm. Isn't that DC comics?
2: It is. Yeah. He's trying to broaden the horizons of all his listeners. Okay. To what else is out there.
0: All right. Um, Anything else for housekeeping? Then we'll throw it over to you, Johnny, with the news.
3: All right. Our first news story. New Muppet show coming to the Magic Kingdom. Disney has confirmed that beginning in October, the Muppets will appear in a new show outside the Hall of Presidents. The new show, quote, The Muppets Present Great Moments in American History, will feature Sam Eagle, Kermit the Frog, Miss Piggy, Fozzie Bear, the Great Gonzo, and James Jefferson, the town crier of Liberty Square, and will include an original song. The Muppets will appear throughout the day and share stories from early America in their own Muppet way, such as the Midnight Ride of Paul Revere and the signing of the Declaration of Independence.
0: I'm kind of excited about this. I think this is going to be cool. I really do, um, that they're bringing the Muppets over to the Magic Kingdom. I think it's going to be fun.
6: Now, are they just going to be wandering about?
0: No, from what I understand, it's
5: there's uh, there's all, they're going to be, and I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I read something where they're going to you're going to be able to see them in a window in one oh, yeah. of like the facades. So it's going to be like a show out in the open where you look up and you'll see a Muppet in a window, oh. and they're going to deliver you deliver you history, which I'm looking
2: forward to. I'm very town crierish, yes. Mount no. hear ye, hear ye.
3: Did you know his name is James Jefferson, the town crier?
2: I did. Did you really? I, I read thought it. It. I
3: thought it was a character from
0: an 80s sitcom. It was I, like I thought Z was, was going to show up. <laughs> They're moving George. on up oh, to so the George second floor Ever- of <laughs> um, Do the flying fish one next?
3: Okay. I
0: don't really have a story for this one.
3: Flying fish to reopen at Disney's Boardwalk Resort. I'll take it. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. You so... don't almost think that was planned, wouldn't you? No, not really. I don't was... think anything today was actually planned. No,
0: it wasn't. <laughs> um, I had a day. I'll tell you after the show, I had a day yesterday. So that's why I didn't get things out on time. But um, yeah, so the Flying Fish, you know, uh, it, it went down for rehab back in February. And then, uh, you know, when that happened, I shared my concerns, which I think were shared with, you know, by, by many of us who were fans of the Flying Fish. Because uh, it had become so consistently good. And it is one of the top signature restaurants at Walt Disney World. So kind of nervous that they were shutting it down. And then it was announced that Tim Keating, who was the executive chef for a while at the Flying Fish, was leaving. They didn't know who was replacing him, and they were going to change the menu. And I'm like, oh, no, this is going to be a disaster. Um, now, while I haven't had a chance to try the food yet, we did get a chance yesterday, an exclusive interview with uh, Tim Uh Majoris. Majoris, thank you. I just lost his name for a second. Uh, The new executive chef of the Flying Fish. And I will tell you this. When I walked into that restaurant yesterday, my jaw dropped. It is gorgeous. They have, I mean, it's completely changed. The whole look and feel of it has completely changed. And I thought it was a beautiful restaurant before. They just, oh my God. It's incredible. And so uh, tomorrow we're going to have that interview up. We were asked not to release it until Wednesday when the uh, Flying Fish opens. So we will have that interview for you tomorrow. And uh, uh, Chef Tim will share some of his favorite dishes on the menu and talk about the menu. And I'm very, very excited. We're going to be having dinner there tomorrow night. So we're going to have a review up sometime later tomorrow night or early Thursday morning. And uh, very excited about it and hoping against hope that this uh, this change is a good one so far from what I've seen and talking to the chef uh, it looks like it is going to be a great uh, a great change Um, but you know all comes down to the food yeah it all comes down to the food
2: but it looks great I mean the menu was released online uh, this morning and it just has the no desserts on there but the appetizers as well as the entrees and uh, there's there's a couple of I things on here to make I would bet really you guys good.
7: five bucks that Corey orders the pork belly appetizer.
2: In a seafood restaurant. He's He's listening. Listening. Yeah,
7: <laughs> well, He loves pork belly. I know he will.
2: He'll do that, and then <laughs> he'll <laughs> probably go with the Wagyu, yeah, he'll get uh, the Wagyu. Uh, filet mignon. You don't think I he'll
0: sure. go with well, uh, he does
7: seafood? he like seafood, though.
2: I, but Wagyu. I know.
0: Wagyu.
7: I know. It's Let's almost see. like you're both married
2: <laughs> to
5: him. It's crazy.
7: <laughs> yeah, it kind of is. <laughs>
0: one, you know, one of the things that I... I, you know, really appreciated about the Flying Fish is that, you know, it is a seafood restaurant, but the menu was great for those of us who don't eat seafood. And that was one of the things I was concerned. I still am concerned about it. Um, but they have a, you know, they have a chicken dish, they have Mm -hmm. the Wagyu beef dish, and they have a bison dish on there. And so, um, you know, I'm interested to see.
2: And besides the, um, Besides, obviously, like shellfish and stuff, for the actual fish, the only one that they have on that they will have on a regular basis right now is the Wild Alaskan King Salmon. Then the other two fish options are both going to just depend on what is fresh and available to the chefs in there. So that's, that's very exciting that yeah. yeah. no matter when you show up.
0: One of the things he did say was that this is going to be an extremely dynamic menu, that it's all about sustainability and it's all about what's what's fresh and available then. So this menu is going to change frequently. So very, very excited to see how this is. I'm very, very excited to eat there tomorrow night. And um, we'll have that interview to share with you tomorrow. I'm done now.
3: All right. Our third and final news story. Walt Disney World has released annual passholder discounts through early November 2016. Annual pass holders can save when booking a room-only reservation at select Walt Disney World Resorts this fall. Valid for stays most nights, August 1st through November 5th, 2016. Unbelievable.
0: It is absolutely unbelievable. Um, And it's only the latest in a string of unusual discounts that we've seen this year. Um, We were hearing back in March that the deluxes were light for the summer, and they slashed the prices. of del- You're getting some great rates at the deluxes uh, uh, this summer. Uh, we were, hear- we're hearing that blackout dates for cast members getting into the park on their main gate have been eliminated for the, re- for the remainder of summer because the crowds are lower. There was an article in the Orlando Sentinel last week by our good friend Sandra Pedesini who was talking about, you know, what she's been hearing, and that all the parks are soft this summer. And all the
6: parks across the world, or just Orlando? Uh, in Orlando.
0: Talking about Orlando, and so you look at that, and then you look at this, discounting rooms by thirty percent into November. You know. They've never really had to do that before. They've done free dining promotions. Uh, but free dining promotions aren't discounted hotel rooms, as we've as we found out. A lot of times, you can get it cheaper by just getting a room discount and paying for the dining, separate, for the dining, dining separately. Um, so that they're doing this across the board, 30%. In a year when they've had a lot of PR issues. So, obviously, the Pulse shooting, you know, even though it did not happen on Disney property, it happened in Orlando. You know, the story came out that he was casing Disney Springs before he, he went there and committed this horrible act. So, there's Disney's name in the news story. It's kind of like when there's a, 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 a wildfire in Central Florida, it could be 50 miles away. Kevin's pointed this out a million times. It could be 50 miles away from Disney World, but you're going to see Cinderella Castle and a fire. Yep.
3: Well, and I can get so, that too. And even when there's like a hurricane,
0: hurricane, people
3: call us up and go, "Are you in the line of the hurricane?" No,
0: no, it's a hundred miles south right, of exactly. us. Exactly. Um, but so you, you've got that. Of course, the horrible tragedy with uh, two-year-old Lane Graves being attacked and drowned by an alligator in the beach off of uh, Grand Floridian. Um, those were things really in many ways outside of Disney's control, but then there, there are the PR blunders that have happened this year that were not outside of Disney's control. The tone deaf release of all these extras, preferred parking, uh, so much money to be in the parks a little early, so much money to be in the parks, uh, after hours. um, all these extras that, you know, the nickel and diming we've talked about, the, the, you know, the hashtag thanks Shanghai uh, because the parks needed to generate more revenue in order to uh, in order to offset the cost overruns in building Shanghai Disneyland. Then you have just some of the other stuff, uh, the complaints about, you know, that, that are kind of an extension out of my Disney experience and my Magic Plus with, you know, longer lines for attractions that never had them. Um, you had an article earlier this year in the New York Times that was fairly scathing about the wait times and things like that at Disney yeah. World. Um, so you have this narrative being formed, some of it in Disney's control, some of it not.
3: Don't forget also construction at two of their parks. That was it, my it next happened. point. Oh, I was sorry, just going to say. That it.
0: was my next I, yeah. point. Half of it is under construction. Yeah. And you've got Hollywood studios reduced to about 30% of what it used to be. I'm being uh, taking a, a little hyperbole there, but not much. Um, every place you look, there's construction, 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 construction.
6: I think that has, in my opinion, that's probably the biggest thing. That's what I think. And I think that's because people have decided well, why go during construction? All of these things sound very exciting. Let's wait.
0: Oh, that wouldn't, uh, that wouldn't affect uh, Universal. That wouldn't affect SeaWorld, necessarily. I mean, you do have that crossover from Disney, from people going to Universal and, and SeaWorld. But I think what you have here, I think it's more than that. I think that's certainly part of it. But it feels to me, I mean, have been following this for almost 20 years now. What it feels like to me is that we might be witnessing something I've said, said it a thousand times on this show. That things, these things that people complain about, ticket prices and all the extras and the nickel and diming, isn't gonna change until people stop paying it, until people's behavior changes, until it's not rewarded anymore. A little Pavlovian maybe, but true. So I wonder, and I'm not saying that's what's happening here, but I think it's time to start thinking about it and having the discussion has Disney hit the ceiling? Have they, you know, know, when you've got people saying, reading all of these negatives, all of these things, um, all of these things happening, the stuff in Disney's control and out of it, the construction, the heat, the long lines, it's expensive. Has this all finally reached a critical mass where people are now just deciding to stay home and go somewhere else?
3: I I have one more bullet in the chamber. And I want to make sure that we f- we talk about this in a, in a responsible way. But the next bullet in the chamber that I think is really going to cause a real bad drop-off is now the report that Zika has been reported mm-hmm. in Florida. Mm-hmm. And I want to make sure people understand that this is in an area, a very small area, nowhere near Disney, near Miami. A very small neighborhood is found to have 14 cases but alone, just saying, Zika has been found in Florida has already started people yeah, around Once the one. news
6: comes on, it will be the mosquito in the castle.
7: Yeah, I've actually canceled yep. two different Universal reservations mm-hmm. for women who recently found out they were pregnant. They didn't yep. want to travel here. All right.
3: Yeah, and this is going to be the next decline in Disney's
0: attendance. Then you have the economy, the issue of the economy in Latin America, uh-huh. especially Brazil. The the economy in Brazil is in a free fall, so a lot of those tour groups that would come to Disney in the summer are not here. Um, I saw
7: plenty when I was there. You wealthy know, it's, <laughs> <a far,
0: laughs> it's, it's far far lower than yeah. it. We
7: saw three different groups at I US. also
3: think you have for that that there's a you know there's a ramp up. These folks have booked a while ago and have paid and now they're coming. I think we're seeing the, the succession of that.
0: Was no, and then you have then you have what's happening with the economy in Europe right now. It's a very very uncertain economy.
6: In Great Britain
0: well, in Great Britain, but across Europe, you look at the euro. The euro is now at $1.11 U.S., um, which is the lowest I've seen it in a while. Um, the British pound is starting to make a, a little bit of a gain, but it's still, as of yesterday, $1.32, I believe it was, or $1.36 to the uh, U.S., to the British pound. So, But when I was in Italy in 2014, the euro was at $1.47 to the euro. And the British pound was at a dollar sixty-five. So, with all of these things, no one of these things is responsible. There's also
6: some fear in the world. There's also some fear of the world situation, traveling, yeah. and things like that, for sure.
0: Well, I, I think, I think all, no one of these things right. is responsible for this. But taken together, and looking at Disney's response, um, I think we are. Going, okay. I love, love when that happens. Um, I think we are going to see. Uh, I think we're going to see a lot more discounts. I think we're going to see. I think we're going to start seeing discounts we're not used to seeing. Um, I don't think they can keep going back to the free dining bandwagon. Uh, I think they're going to find other things. Uh, I am noticing them getting a lot. Uh, I'm noticing as an annual pass holder more and more love coming our way.
6: Yes. Well, that yes. happens every time there's a, a something like this. All of a sudden, you're important again. Right. Wow. But the yep. last
0: time that happened was when we had the market crash, which was the worst in 70 years. Right. Right. So Disney starts ramping up things like that when stuff's getting really bad.
3: We're seeing it for DVC members. DVC members are now getting a lot of stuff coming way. I bet those people get those discounts back. So I mean I think you you see it on the sort of affinity areas get first right and you'll pass holders DVC members those are the folks who they're trying to sort of bulge up boast up I don't bolster know what Take a bolster their numbers and get their um, sales up and see if that affects their bottom line.
0: But here's the here's the here's the silver lining to this cloud for us the fans. Um, a and again this is all speculation. Okay, I don't have any hard data here. This is all speculation based on what I'm seeing. With that said, we're usually pretty good at predicting where things are headed. Um, not 100%, but we've got a pretty good track record. The silver lining, I think, for us and the fans is that, A, there are going to be more deals. And it's going to be a little easier and maybe a little less crowded than it has been historically. Um, And, you know, I'll take any love they're going to throw at annual pass holders. And I love some of what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. And I think there is a lot of exciting stuff. I I think if there is a downturn, if Disney has hit a ceiling, you know, it's a very nimble company in a lot of ways, especially when it comes to money. They will adjust and they will recover. But in the meantime, I think this is what we need to be looking for. We need to be on the lookout for these things that Disney's going to do to help bolster, to help bolster business. Now, I mean, I've been in the parks quite a bit the last few months. Um, With one exception, I haven't found the crowds to be insane. Considering it's the middle of summer.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Considering it's the middle of summer, I haven't found the crowds to be insane. Does anybody else disagree with that? The reports
3: I'm getting are where it's usually crowded, it's still crowded. It's still crowded at the studios because of the limited space. It still feels crowded at Animal Kingdom because of the limited space. But once you get into Epcot, people are saying no. I'm
0: talking about Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Um, you know, I've been in the Magic Kingdom a half a dozen times in the last month, and I'm constantly surprised. You know, it's not that it's not busy, it is. It's just not that usual July shoulder to shoulder, wall to wall, everything's an hour and a half long type of thing. You know, when I'm walking past Pirates of the Caribbean at six o'clock on a Friday night in the match in July and the standby is 15 minutes, that's not a busy day,
1: no, not at all.
0: So I don't know. I'm interested to see what's going to happen, but you know, I've been thinking about this for a few weeks. And then when I saw that story about the annual pass discounts running through November, I'm like, okay. Okay. Yep. There's, we're definitely, because especially, you know, October has become a really great month for Disney. Yep, You know, so many people come in for food, food and wine and, you know, rightfully so, but that, their discounting rooms is unusual so we will see especially when it's not tied to a free dining promotion Mm -hmm. especially when it's not tied to free dining so we will see love to hear what you think podcast at disunplug.com. send us your thoughts maybe we'll address them maybe we won't Um, but with that we will wrap up news and uh, I I see the giant head of rhino clavin uh, in my line of sight and, like the
4: Wizard of Oz.
0: Uh, yes, you are. I. I uh, he is over at Universal Studios, and from the looks of it, you are in London, just outside Diagon yeah. Alley.
4: Well, you said the British Crown was doing so well for us to go over there, I figured I might as well come over here, right? It's the same thing.
0: So uh, what are you up to today?
4: Uh, well, I was celebrating the release of that new Harry Potter, um, the script, the uh, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child Parts 1 and 2, so I figured I'd come over. To Diagon Alley and just kind of walk around. And I brought my uh, my wand here with me to do some magic, but it's really crowded inside of there. Is it so really? After, yeah. It's, a, it's um, it's it's and since it's so hot outside, I see. I feel like I'm encountering a lot of grumpy people today. So uh,
6: did you show I, them your wand?
4: Huh? Have you shown them your wand? I showed them my wand, and they seem to get grumpier. I don't know what the issue was
0: <laughs> Well, you're poking them with it.
4: Well, it usually works. It usually, you know, puts people in a better mood. Just not today, I guess. Security asked me to put it away. I don't know. So, Here's, what it,
0: what 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 have you experienced today?
4: Uh, well, I went around. To die. I I just went around, kind of. People watched a little bit, looked at some. There's a little bit of construction update over here. Um, I walked around City Walk. Um, they're putting up um, across from NBC Sports Grill and Brew. They have. Some bleachers going in with a sign that says um, viewing area for the 2016 Olympics, the Rio Olympics. So that's pretty cool, I thought. Um, other than that, it's just so hot outside. I've really just been kind of wandering, looking at merchandise, going in and out of shops, staying cool, debating, do I want to eat another ice cream? <laughs>
0: tough uh, life. Yeah, it is a tough life. Yeah. So just yeah. while we've got you here, because we weren't sure, uh, what is Diz Pop going to be about this week?
4: Well, yeah. Um, Well, I did the, uh, if anyone missed out, if they want to know what my opinion was of the Harry Potter and the Cursed Child parts one and two, that's up on our YouTube channel. And then I think this week I'm going to do a comic, um, Disney Marvel comics wrap up. So I've got a bunch of comic books that have been out for a while, some big events going on that I feel like we should talk about. And we're going to wrap up the Haunted Mansion comic just finished. So we're going to talk about that too. And some news, some fun news.
0: Yeah. You're, uh. Your review on Harry Potter and the Cursed Child is doing really well.
4: Yeah, I, I just checked before this, and it has officially become. I started Dispop like the last week of April. It is now in the two days it's been out, the most popular uh, episode of Dispop with 50 views. No, it's got like it's got like almost 10,000 now. So yeah, it's insane. I, you know? Yeah, you, it's crazy. So, so thanks for watching. Whoever watched that, I appreciate that. I just was talking about something I love. So
0: oh you got it up right uh, right after the book came out so
4: yeah i was a sad person i was there at midnight and i left and then went back to get it again in the morning and then i just sat and read all day and it was fun so
0: and this was this it. it was just a work day
4: it was i considered it it wasn't really a work day it was a sunday it was the lord harry potter's if day. it
0: ends in d-a-y it's a work day
4: <laughs> that's true that don't be a head dang it no heresy dang.
0: no heresy, no heresy. Um, all right. We'll go back and uh, go back and play with Harry Potter. Um, okay. And uh, keep your wand in your pants.
4: I'll, I'll try my best. I'm not making any promises.
0: Okay. Well, all right. That went south quick. Take care, <laughs> Rhino.
4: <laughs> Bye.
0: All right. So that's God bless him. Rhino over in uh, Universal. So, uh, All right, let's move on to rapid fire. We'll start with you, Mr. Magi.
3: All right, today, this morning, 2017 Disneyland Resort packages went on sale. Very exciting. A lot of folks. Why did they
0: wait so long?
3: I don't know. It makes us crazy. Just to make me even more gray in my beard, I think. Um, Not a bunch of a change from 2016 packages, nothing big to report. As far as anything different, just that they're available and you can book them. And then the other thing we're hearing, too, is that 2017 Alani Resort C's went on sale this morning as well. So if you're looking to plan your 2017, now's the time to do it. Awesome. Thank you. You're welcome.
0: Kevin.
6: Uh, Disney has released Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party T-shirt on uh, their Shop Disney Parks app. This is not in the Disney store, from what I understand. You have to buy it through the app. And it's autumnal colors, and it's nice. Um, Also, that's going to be on sale beginning August, August 14th. August 15th through the 28th, the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival T-shirt comes out. Kathy, have you seen it?
1: Yes, I have, because figment's on it.
6: All all down one side. Uh, And then October 10th through the 23rd, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party T-shirt comes out. And again, these are available on shopbydisney.com. And then in December, we're going to release Easter... (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh, that's not true. It's going to be like cracker. I'm, I, you know what? I, I'm going to tell you something. I'm. I love. First of all, I love the special shirts they've been coming out with. I, I, I just got that one in the mail yesterday. The illuminations that Kathy is wearing. Um, I, the audience can't see.
7: No.
0: Sit up. There we go. There pull go. the well, shirt
6: up there. <laughs> pull it up over your head. We'll throw you the. Yeah,
0: it's really cool. It's kind of glittery and yeah, it's, it's nice. a lot of fun. Um, Kathy's going wild. And yeah, they've been coming out with a lot of these shirts over the last last few months, and I'm loving it, and I'm excited about these. I don't know that I'll do the Figment one. Let me see it.
1: No. Oh, you you need a Figment shirt.
0: No. <laughs> um Aww. I love Figment. I love Figment. I just don't wear Figment. If they if Burberry comes out with a Figment shirt, I'll put it okay. on. Okay. Um, and I'm looking at the most disturbing thing right now on my screen. Is it Rhino again? Rhino and Craig doing <laughs> something to a hot dog together. Um, Craig and Rhino share a con dog. When did this go up? Today? Yeah. Um, Corn dog? If you want to see that that which cannot be unseen, <laughs> at least go look at the thumbnail of this very disturbing video. It's
2: very Lady and the Tramp. That's yep. how I'd describe it.
5: Well, well it's like...
0: very...
7: Craig being the lady, right? Okay. It started
2: <laughs> in... It started out with our Disneyland content. I believe you and Rhino shared a churro, and you, Lady, and the tramped it. And then I think Oliver and Rhino, Lady, and the Tramp something at one point. We've never ever <laughs> Lady and the tramped anything.
5: Like, leave me out of this.
2: I can put that out there. Now nowhere. Rhino, anytime there is anything that is phallic shaped, Rhino wants to Lady and the tramp it. Wow. Well.
3: I just want to mark this day as possibly the day we've jumped the shark. <laughs> so I actually go down as the day it happened.
0: <laughs> lady and the Tramp it just became a thing. <laughs> lady and the Tramp it. Um, Let's make a shirt. Uh, the, next option, a the next auction, we will auction off the opportunity to Lady and the Tramp something with Rhino. Okay? Um, but now I'm just like sitting here looking at this going, what the hell am I looking at? And... Sharing a Kong, yeah. and I just didn't know where this was going because I see Kong and dog, and I get the letters mixed up. So, <laughs> so did he. Um, oh, but okay, thank you, Kevin, Kathy.
1: <laughs> okay, world famous yodeler, Marguerite Almer, and her quote too. <laughs> well, I
0: Craig to put get- a video of this up. Yes, the other day, and she's
1: actually quite good. I went and did a YouTube search. I, for I her. wanted
0: to. I wanted to make fun of it but I couldn't. She was yes, really good. She really
1: it's a is hard good. thing to do.
0: I don't, I, I don't know if it's easy or hard. I just, she was very good at it. So, <laughs>
1: but she's appearing five times a week on the stage in Germany. So if you need to see a world famous yodeler, she's your person. I
0: really thought I was going to be able to mock that. And I watched it and I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. it's actually kind of good.
2: Yeah. So. My, she's very good. However, she kind of takes like a, a side turn in the show so she she opens
0: it Does up heavy metal
2: <laughs> she she opens it up and she starts like she starts yodeling really awesome like and then she
0: starts yodeling in a God of
2: and then um, and then the guy who plays the uh, guitar and keyboard then he starts singing, but he does it like all eighties David Hasselhoff style songs instead of like traditional I mean there's it's a take on what, it. Like but slow
0: jamming the Yodel. It,
2: it's just that it's that I don't want to say it in a mean way, it's that crappy eighties oh okay, yeah. nothing
6: crappy mean about that. 80s <laughs> no, crappy eighties
0: European. Like it's Oh Euro Trash. Yeah, no? that's, that's what they called it. That's what they called it back in the day. The that, the pop that's out of Europe. We called it Euro Trash.
2: Yeah. So, but it, it's still entertaining. I we wish she it. would. She um, needs to sing more.
7: I don't think the chicken dance is that entertaining.
2: No, that was just sad because <laughs> it's <laughs> like they want to get the crowd into it, it and They yeah, I, I
3: think the only way I would go and see this woman yodel is if actual yodels came out of her mouth. <laughs> that would be the and
6: only up, and them. I could pick them up, and then them. you and Rhino could lady in the champ deck. the yodels. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so.
0: All right, thank you, Kathy. Julie,
7: mine is very rapid. As of July thirty first, Sunshine Seasons is no longer serving
0: breakfast. Thank you. I think Julie deserves a round of
2: applause for doing without notes. She's been memorizing it all show.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm actually really yeah. sad to hear that because that yeah. was a great place in Epcot to go and get. So, any yeah. idea why?
1: No, I've not seen. Is it Tang it,
0: Shanghai? I mean, <laughs> it was a great place to get breakfast.
1: Well, they they also haven't said. If it's going to be seasonal. So maybe when it gets closer well, if to it the is holidays. Se-
0: well, I don't know. If it is seasonal, well, maybe that's because, you know, crowds suck this this, yeah, this summer. Be. I don't know. But all right. Well, thank you, Jules. <laughs> Olive?
5: Hello. Um, yes, my rapid fire. There it is. Um, the ha- They have just installed the um, electronic vehicle charging stations at the Transportation yeah. and Ticket Center. There's a photo for those of you
0: walking. Can I charge my phone there? They have some at Epcot.
5: They've had mm-hmm. them at Epcot for a while. Yeah. I remember seeing them for quite a long time. But these ones, these are all nice and new. And I don't know. I think they've been there for about 10 days so, now. In other no words, one's used them. Are
0: they also, like, right up front? Yeah, yeah, they, 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 are, they are. Tree-hugging hippies <laughs> get a special parking <laughs> <They> <laughs> no,
5: right. that. They are literally closer to the front than the disabled spots We are.
0: have missed. Did Craig
6: do his yet?
2: No, um, that's saving the say, best for last.
6: We're, we're, there's a headline here
0: okay all right
6: all right this all is right. the big story
0: okay
2: that's why we, we saved ready. it till last are you ready go for it the handleless mugs have arrived at saratoga springs oh well,
0: i covered this this morning
2: um so i went and checked them out yesterday you are
0: really are in the forefront of the news day. i am
2: and
0: me and brian williams
2: People are pissed
0: off.
7: Well, now your hand's all sweaty. You have to touch the condensation.
0: Well, you know, it's like... (laughs) uh, Snap out of it. You are not going to tell me that this change is anything else other than Disney trying to make their cost of the mugs less. Mm -hmm, That's it. There is no convenience to removing the handle off anything. So you're going to pay $18 for a crappy piece of plastic that's going to hold... Soda that Disney gets for free anyway, and they still have to find a way to squeeze another nickel out of it. So when we talk about these tone-deaf PR decisions that they make, front and center, front and center, this is a great example of it. Now, what they're saying is this test will not... it, they're not going to. Ro- they're going to roll it out to other resorts based on guest feedback. So, shy of as I said in the Daily Fix today, a full-on burn the castle to the ground meltdown, they are going to roll these out. Um, so, if you're really unhappy about this, let them know. Let them know. I think it's absurd. These things. I don't know. I, it's just what are they thinking? Mm-hmm. What has to happen? How bad does it have to get? You know, it's like what you say to an alcoholic who won't stop drinking. How bad does it have to get before you go to rehab? How bad does it have to get before you stop making stupid
3: decisions? I think they should just do away with mugs completely, and you should have to go under
2: the spigot. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the best. Well, I'm
3: like drinking out of a Put a chip in your head so that it only works certain days.
2: I'm on team handle I <laughs> Of course you are. <laughs> no, I, j- I hate... Mugs with handles because they don't fit in my car cup holders. But okay, I think when difference.
0: you are touring, the, when you're like when you're at a resort at Disney World, and you you usually have you you're, usually there's other stuff in your hand, so being able to have the handle, I don't know, was always more convenient for me to carry that mug around if I had a handle. Also, so, one true. person usually goes up with yes, four mugs held right. by the handle so they can get
3: mugs for everybody, soda for maybe everybody. Maybe their that's family. What
2: but do I don't. I'm only on property using a mug for how long back when i vacation i'd be there for you know seven days but then you go home and i want to use the mug further beyond that and if it's inconvenient to me then i'm not going to use
0: what, it. what the so. handle the handle somehow affects your
2: ability to use it it yes, doesn't fit when it won't fit in my times. car cup holder that's our, our when i want does. a travel mug a little
3: notch I know, but it
0: doesn't so. mean, well one of the things being suggested on the boards is sell both yeah sell both
2: well, the other is, I don't know if someone was just joking, but they were saying going the way that Tervis does, where you can buy different attachments, including a handle
0: attachment. Oh, God help us. Oh, no, that's
7: what they're God do. God help us yeah. if
0: they start charging <laughs> charging extra for handles. Who's Tervis? I don't know, but apparently <laughs> they, they charge a, they extra for, for handles. They make a
1: Tumblr. Disney Cruise Line has them. Yeah, it's a tumbler nice. that
7: keeps things cold.
1: Oh. If you see Hot things hot, cold
2: it's things cold. Clear. What's it called? It's what's not, it's not it like TER
1: I don't... I've, you
0: say like I should know what it is. I've never heard of
7: it. You'll,
2: you'll know it once
7: you see it. Like, what's
0: spelled the name?
7: You can buy them at Publix.
5: They are the people that make... If it looks like behind the plastic, it's like an embroidered design. Oh, yeah. I've seen design. That's oh, the I Tervis I the,
6: the carry behind the plastic. <laughs> 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 That's no more ridiculous than the rest of the season. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, point, I, think I have a question. Do the mug, strollers jolly. accept mugs with handles?
7: No. Jolly. Your cup holder yeah. would be... Uh, I think that's... Oh, I'm in Kevin's shot. <laughs> um. <laughs>
6: that, to yeah, me... you can't
7: put a handle... Is a thing. A handled mug in the... That,
6: to me, is a, a reason to have one without a handle. They don't fit in the stroller cup handle. Yeah. They don't fit in the stroller cup holder.
0: Well, I think the only answer to this... The only answer is for Disney to offer both.
6: I think it's true. Give,
0: give choice. Yeah. Instead of saying no, all no handles or all handles, give people a choice. Let's see if they actually do that. And then, and you know what? Start making these damn things resort specific again. Yeah. Yes. Instead sad. of this generic garbage, it is the least interesting mug in exactly that I have in my cabinet. Yep. Um.
6: Or make them good for in the parks and charge more.
0: Yeah, yeah, there you go. And they make them do what Universal. I'm sorry, do what Universal does because Universal has their has their uh, freestyle Coke machines all over the park. Right. So you get your refillable mug and you can go around with it and use it. I would buy that mug in a heartbeat. Right mm-hmm. in a heartbeat. Alani does a specific mug for their resort.
3: Do for everybody,
6: and they have handles.
3: Just saying. not anymore.
0: <laughs> Apparently, you have to be in Hawaii with no theme park in order to get that. Exactly. Uh, so, should we do a uh, Facebook poll on it? Maybe. Mm. Oh, oh. A, oh, that's a great idea. That's a great idea. Thanks, Tervis. <laughs> <laughs> handles, handles, no handles, or both. That will be our Facebook poll. facebook.com dot com slash disunplug. That'll go up as soon as Craig gets it up. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that'll be uh, that'll be a good one. Okay, we're not in the eighth grade.
5: It was Julie.
1: Semper. No, it wasn't Julie oh Don't god. blame her. do
0: three, three of us Three of us guessed.
6: We did.
3: We were worried it was going to be the lady me in the tram. Ryan's wand.
0: <laughs> oh god. But yeah, I, I don't know. Let's see, let's see, let's see what you what you the people think.
6: Hashtag thanks, Turfus.
0: <laughs> thanks, Turfus. Thanks, Shanghai. You took my handles. Um. So, all right, that brings me to the end of what I got.
6: <laughs> I just want you to know, we made a whole pitcher out of lemonade. A whole pitcher of lemonade out of one lemon. <laughs> yeah.
3: I have no idea what you said. He did. He I, knew, I knew what he was
0: saying.
7: Kevin thinks he's Beyonce. So I got do like hot sauce in my bag.
0: Just to kill time, I'll do a product placement. Vanilla Coke Zero. If we got money, that'd be great. Oh,
7: we went to the Coca-Cola store on my birthday. What'd you think of it? I well I love Coke.
0: <laughs> there's your drop There's there's Julie's ringtone. There's Julie's but ringtone. I,
7: I was really impressed with the amount of different types of merchandise that they had. Like I saw a Christmas ornament that I want, some glassware that I want, and we went to the top and we did the float tray. I'm not doing the international I saw that tray. picture. I mean, come on, people. I've tasted it before at Epcot, so wasn't wasting my money on that. But uh, I thought it was awesome. We all sat down and tried all eight of them. Of course, there were some that were kind of, eh, like, who wants Grape Fanta with ice cream? Oof. Uh, I don't you know. know. I kinda it was might. just okay. The orange was the worst. Was the it? Orange Fanta with ice cream. Ferris liked it, though. But yeah, we had a really nice time there. Corey was pleasantly surprised because I've been wanting to go so bad. He's like, I don't know if I really want to go there. I'm like, it's my birthday. But you guys have
0: been spending a lot of time at Disney, Disney Springs lately. Um, you I mean, we've
7: been, yeah, we've been a few times in yeah. the past two weeks. But, and,
0: um, you know, I, I have as well. I've been, you know, going down to... The, the fork and screen the amc eat while you watch a movie theater I, you, I must have been there i've been there three times in the last month and then we go to sprinkles afterwards and uh,
1: you have to go to homecoming the new restaurant yeah. by art smith i've been hearing we, a
3: lot of
0: good things about that been there, there twice
1: i i have not had a bad meal yet but they're hush puppies with a red jalapeno uh jelly dipping sauce are to die for. <laughs> yeah, and like, the it really hot? Is it really spicy? No, it's not. It's got it's got like a little bit of a heat, but everything we've had in there—the fried chicken, we had the Jasper board that had homemade pickles, and oh, just everything in there. And they come over and they fuss over you at the table. Really great restaurant. You guys have to try it.
3: We're definitely gonna
7: try it. That was my children's first time having soda ever.
3: Oh, really? Not the Coca Cola store. Yeah.
7: Wow. It's not something that they. They drink. We don't really keep it in the house to drink on a regular basis.
0: The children's first time out of the house.
7: <laughs> but no, the best line was at the end because Finley. She looked at me and goes, "Mom, I'm really into Coke." I was like, "Like
6: Coca-Cola." <laughs> mother like daughter? I was just about to say that. That's so strange.
0: Wow, sure. this uh, restaurant must be uh, really hard to get into right now because I'm not seeing. I seen anything until uh, August 15th. I don't
3: think they're in um, Disney systems
0: yet. Right,
1: they're not. Yeah. They said another couple of weeks The yeah. Disney makes them be open for a month Great. before they'll list them in there. Yeah. But okay. if you go for lunch, you pretty much can walk up and get a table. And about 4 o'clock, because we've done lunch and dinner, it starts to get busy about 4 o'clock in the afternoon. But they also have an outside grab-and-go area that you can get something to eat. But the food's really, really good.
0: Okay. That's awesome. All right. Well, that gets us to two (laughs) o'clock. So, all right. That is going to do it for our show this week, folks. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with you again next week with another edition of the Diz Unplugged. Have a great week, everyone. And remember stay out of the damn lakes.